back to the living room. Uh, there's good. so many people around us, so many awesome doing people around so us many, doing so many, so awesome, many awesome things. things. And hey, we have a good one in store for you today. Um, Great normally, one, actually. Yeah, normally we record this introduction segment um, before, but you know, due to different circumstances, our guest Sylvia Kwan, uh, we we recorded our, I guess, what would you call it, interview or just living room session, right? Living room, yeah, just a, just a living room session yeah, for we, us. We just recorded the living room. We just finished up with it. And it was unbelievably tough. So yeah. stick around for that, definitely. Yeah. But um, yeah. hey, Chan, uh, we have to get to our weekly segments. We we do. We definitely do. And I, w- I want to go ahead and apologize uh, that we did skip a week, but it yeah. does feel like we haven't skipped a week, but it kind of mm. does. And um, uh, I want to be fully living room with everyone here as well. Yeah. I don't know if anyone had, Shim, have you ever had this feeling when you're talking, uh-huh. um, but you, f- you feel removed from your body? Like so, an out of body experience. Exactly. But you're continually talking, you're speaking. But I feel like I'm not like you're like, like the you're words not are, the you're not the one coming up with those words. Those words are just coming out exactly, and it's just like flatline, like mong, like that kind of vibe. That's me every episode of the pod. Facts. That's me right now. I'll be I'll be very candid with everyone. That's me right now. So if I start saying weird things, I apologize yeah. in advance. Um, but hey, welcome, welcome. Um, happy Friday to everyone here. Thank you again for supporting Living Room Pod. We appreciate all the listeners here with us. Um, what episode number is this, Shim? This is episode 17. Episode 17. My bad. I think it's 16. It's, All right. It's episode, episode 16. 16. That's on me. That's, we're, hey, we're, hey. Out of body experience, bro. <laughs> out of body. <laughs> um, hey, episode 16. We recorded this episode uh, June 1st on a Tuesday. It is June 2021, June 1st. It's basically mm-hmm. 2022, um, oh, no. the half birthday of June 2021. And, uh, okay. you know, hey, we're here. So, um, Let's get right into it because the Chun's world is very important to me right now because there's something that's really, really big uh, that sick. just happened on this Tuesday. I'm um, sick. I'm deceased. I'm deceased. I'm so sick right today, now. Today, what happened is a Lakers-Suns game five in a pivotal, pivotal game five. Um, usually, if you are a person of facts, if you like uh, – no, can't even speak, out-of-body experience. If you like statistics, um, if you're by the numbers – the winner of game five in a best of seven series wins 99.9% of the time. Uh, don't quote me on that. that where did you don't get quote that me fact? on that. Don't, uh-huh. I, I said, don't quote me. I don't know. Don't quote gotcha. me on that. But gotcha. that's what I've been hearing. Um, they lose today 115 to 85. I'm sick. They lose by 30 points. I'm disgusted. Now, now there's a loss. There's a loss. You can lose by five. You can lose by 10. Off day, maybe 15. Lose by 30, there's something that, wrong inside your head. There's something deeply wrong. A lot of loose screws. Many loose screws within the Lakers organizations right now. And the big question is this. Uh, is LeBron healthy? Is he going to use that as, as an excuse? Is AD coming back for game six? Um, how does Dennis Schroeder have zero points? You know, I'm sick. We, we needed sick. the biggest comeback tonight in NBA history, and it didn't happen. It didn't. Now, no, so the thing is, though, the the biggest NBA <laughs> the biggest comeback in NBA history already happened. What? What do you now, mean? No, no, it, it was it was a walking 
it was a walking miracle tonight on the court. It was Dennis Schroeder's hairline. Uh, for those of you who do not know, when he first entered the league from Germany, my man's had an unbelievable oh hairline. I could really, I could relate to that. I could relate yeah. to that. And so, what's crazy is he's on the court today with an unbelievably crisp hairline. Like I, I need that right now in my life. Yeah. You no. Know? Yeah. So. I need that comeback right now. So I, the I biggest can comeback resonate. in NBA history. It didn't happen on the court. It happened off the court, man. Hundred percent, hundred percent. And for those listeners, I can guarantee you that do not know anything about this and have no idea what we're talking about. We'll post a picture up on our story to see basically what you know what <laughs> yeah. the comeback is looking like. And yeah. I really need that vibe. So whoever, um, whoever helped him out, like I, I need that plug ASAP. So. Yeah. Hey, this is the Chun's world today. You can kind of tell by my by my mood, by my voice. You know, mm. I'm I'm a little somber right now because yeah, yeah. the Lakers did lose by 30. Uh, we are down three two. No, we are down two three. Um, and same same thing. Um, three. Who two, knows? Two, three. Who did, we recorded yeah. this Tuesday night. This episode goes out Friday. It very well could be that the Lakers are out of the playoffs. Right, Thursday oh. night. Yeah. Or it could very well be we're in a pivotal game seven. We just mm. won by thirty in game six, and you know I think that I, I have no I have no I have no doubts. You know, okay. Um, I ha- I do doubt LeBron. I don't doubt Kobe, and you know, Kobe's no longer here with us right now. So, um, <laughs> all right, I, hey, R.I.P. R.I.P. Out of body hey, experience, my bad, guys. Out of body. Um, hey, we'll get into my segment. Um, and I think this is very. It's related somewhat. It's Jim's it? book club. Um, okay. Yeah. And let, let me tell you the. Um, it is fully summer break, and you know that because I'm not throwing textbooks. I'm not throwing seminary textbooks as the quote as the book of the week. Yeah. Um, this week, Shim's uh, book club. It's it's titled "Unscripted: The Unpredictable Moments That Make Life Extraordinary." That By might be who? a quote of the week. That might be a By quote of the week. I got a better one for you, so hold off on that. Sorry. But it's by none other than Ernie Johnson. You know Ernie mm. Johnson, Chun? Ernie. You know EJ? Ernie. You know Inside the NBA? Ernie. TNT fame? Ernie. <laughs> yeah, but um, I'm not going to lie to you, Chun. Um, this book, I think, starting from like chapter one, I think there was at least one part of each chapter that I almost teared up in. I'm not, I'm not going to lie to you. It's er, so Chun. Let me ask you this: Have you watched that documentary or that like short segment on Ernie Johnson and his son Michael? Of course, of course. ESPN unbelievably special. tough, yep. right? Right. So I watched that years ago. Um, so I knew kind of like what happened, but hmm. man, Ernie Johnson is just this incredible man. Um, you might just know him as the inside the NBA guy, hmm. uh, but just I'll, I'll just say this. Um, there are these things called Blackberry moments, and you'll only know this if you read the book. Blackberry um, moments, uh huh. And it's these little, little, little moments, these unpredictable moments that you can't really plan for that really make life extraordinary. And this book is pretty much just an autobiography that Ernie wrote about his life, about his relationship with his family, um, with the, uh, with Kenny, Chuck, and Shaq, and you know all these guys and. Man, um, it took me two days to read it just because, like, man, I had, to, I had to pause. I had to just pause and, like, take it in and just kind of give my heart a little bit of rest. So um, you can tell that 
I'm talking quite a lot about this book. So you know by the, the enthusiasm in my voice that I really like this book. So Chun, if you have audible credits, you got yeah. you know, copy paste. I, I, I'm 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 copy and pasting it right now as we speak. Um yeah. you said you finished it in two days. Yeah. It's short book. Short book. Oh, it's a short book. Okay, thank God. It's like um, yeah, like 170 pages. Yeah. Hmm. Short yes. Okay. Uh yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> Hey, no, honestly, I, it, what's crazy is uh, while you were talking, I have no idea why. I just got chills, um, straight out of body experience. Like I just felt like my body was being lifted out, and mm. was I, I was really felt led to uh, to buy this book, and I, I just clicked buy now on Amazon Prime. And it's in my, it's on my way to uh, to my so house. Tough. So so tough, man. That's that's what we're here. That's what we're. Oh my gosh. Wait, Chun. Um, did Dude, you just talk. cancel your Audible account, or what happened? No. You know what? This is what I realized too. I think I mentioned this before. I think you can only have a max of like twelve Audible credits. So, right. I I don't know if they continue to charge me, or I honestly don't know what's going on. Yeah. And yeah. But if you could tell right now, like when I look at my bank account, I just pay full. I don't even look at what I'm. What's going out of my bank account or it's not? not? Good, Chun. It's not good. It's man. really not. It's really not a good place to be at. Mm. Um, but hey, this that's where I'm at. So please, All right. please advise. Uh, please provide <laughs> please, counseling. Please advise. <laughs> <laughs> please advise. Uh, so all right. Um, please, please advise right. me on the quote of the week, man. Quote of the week, and this is a good one. This is a really good one. Is this one. a good Based one? Memories. <laughs> Wait, hold on, Shim. Before you even before you even start, why do you always say this is a good one every single time? Are you ever gonna give a bad one? Huh? Are you That's ever great, gonna give a bad one? That's a great question. Um, let me let me use another adjective then. This is a fun one. This is this is a fun one. All right. Can I read the quote of the week for you, Chen? Sure, sure, Shimmy. All right. It's core of the week. Longest day of my life. Dot dot dot. So so hold on, Chip. Hold on. What, <laughs> give what, me, what, what, give what, me what? a second right now. Yeah. So you're telling me we took a break last week. Yeah. <laughs> so we're maybe uh-huh. give or take 10 to 14 days uh-huh. buffer time yeah. from recordings. Right. And the quote of the week that you you mm-hmm. come out with the banger. Uh-huh. The quote of the week, you hype it all up. You yeah, it, it's, it's quote, a fun one. Mm-hmm. Longest day of my life. Dot dot dot. That yeah. that's what we're doing to... now, huh? Do you know where that's from, though? That that's what we're doing now, huh? That's that's from May twenty eighth, two thousand eleven, and that is a legendary day that you, myself, and uh, and one of our early guests, Daniel Rowe. That's when we became the Dirty D's. That's when the Dirty D's started. That's when we bonded playing that Mm -hmm. high school basketball tournament at that middle school. Mm -hmm. And then we went to go and see off our friends for prom. Mm -hmm. And then Mm -hmm. we had, what, Red Robin, right? Yes, we did. Um, That was literally the longest day of my life, your life, Dero's life. So, hey, this, this quote might not have any significance for our listeners. But I think it has some significance for the Dirty D's. Hey, right. that's that, I love that. I love that actually, yeah. and like just more context on that day. I don't know for our listeners. Whenever you wake up but early, like four a.m., five a.m., the whole day just feels like two days morphed into one. Right? Like we've all had those experiences, right? And this is just one of those days. And personally, for me, 
I love, I love doing that. I love waking up butt early and uh, elongating my days as much as possible. Yeah, um, I know. Just, just to fit in more life. Mm. More Shout life. Shout out Drake. Right? More life. Um, name. Okay, so with Drake, name his name his best album. Ah, this is a tough one. You know what? I'll go with Thank Me Later. Longest day of my life. Quarter of the week, baby. That's it for this week. Um, moving on to Doria's Song of the Week, man. This is this is this is some really good stuff. Before I do that, shout out to Kevin Choi. Shout out to shout our previous out, guest. Man. Hey, he he hit the uh Korean friendship bell out in Long Beach. I see that. LBC. Um they got no the man. outdoor basketball court. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he hit that um on the IG story with a great cover song. Great cover song. It was the living room theme. Hey Ha Dong. Um Say that title uh, one more time. Hey Ha Dong from yes. um Undapara Reply 1988. The Doria effect is real. He admitted it himself as well. Um he was like, Man, Doria is rubbing off on me. And you know that that's what it does. It it does it naturally. Like I'm not pressing this on anybody like Hey, you know, you have to listen to this song. Like, I don't tell anyone to recommend like, hey, listen to this song on the 5, 10, 30 p.m. I don't really do that. But this, it just it just has, uh, you know, that type of effect to it. You know, Um, what's the what's the hmm. song for this week, John? You know, for this week, I I did a lot of thinking just because we had a a break last week and we had 10 to 14 days to really think about what we're going to bring to this segment. And I really did a lot of thinking into this. And so. Uh, I felt it was very suitable for us, you know, being June, being like kind of the kickoff of the summer, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Um, the song's going to be Sunny Days, Summer Nights by Sam Kim. Huh. Sunny Days, Summer Nights by Sam Kim. Now, this song, if you've never heard of it before, this is a great, great song. Ultimate summer night vibes, uh, hmm. especially, especially cruising down the five. 10 30 p.m this is exactly that kind of vibe so Mm. hey if you haven't listened to it you have to listen to this one i'm not gonna i'm not gonna recommend it i'm not gonna force it upon anybody but this is what we're gonna have to do um yeah (laughs) yeah i'm not gonna recommend it but you have to listen to it no yeah definitely not a recommendation not a suggestion but it's something that must be done um now this this song though it has a deeper deeper meaning it it means a lot more things than it actually sounds so i invite you to really really lose yourself within this song mm. um because you only have one chance uh one opportunity to really listen to that and lose yourself mm. so um shim hit it <laughs> Sunny days, We are here with Sylvia Kwan. Welcome to the living room, Sylvia. Hi. Yes. Um, hey, uh, this is a special treat. Um, I think it's been a while since I've actually had a conversation with you, Sylvia. But um, this weekend, this past weekend was a really fun one for you. And we'll Uh-oh. get into that a little bit. Uh-oh. But 
Um, Chun, would you want to introduce Sylvia to our living room um, pod listeners? Oof. Just a quick intro before she introduces herself and fills in the gaps. Of course. Um, <laughs> Sylvia Kwan. Uh, I mean, I don't know, really. She can, she can go more into uh, herself, but I think when we met, dude, I'm actually blanking. When did we meet? 20... 20- I don't know. No I don't idea. Keep track of dates. I have no <laughs> idea. But anyways, um, she came to FBC. I am her senior year. Um, mm-hmm. She is a year older than myself and Shim. Mm-hmm. Um, and to be honest, my mind right now blank, blank right now. What's so, new? Um, What's new? You know, hey Sylvia, if you don't mind, um, we can just kind of yap yap a little bit um, about your weekend. And then we'll kind of go into the stories a little bit. But hey, Sylvia, you had a great weekend. It was your bachelorette party. Ooh, what went down? What, what was the favorite moments? A couple highlights from that. Yes. Honestly, I feel like ever since I got back and even on my trip, every single like one of my friends and like my coworkers were asking me what my favorite part of the trip was. Mm. I don't have a favorite. Everything was so good. Like yes. really everything my my girls were such a good time it was so much fun but um if i have to have to have to pick something i really 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 enjoyed um the lake ride no not that that was fun but it was too short Mm. yeah Mm. that was people don't know what we're talking about electric bull riding um yeah it was too short it was too short but Mm. it was super fun it was fun watching everyone fall off and keeping track of their (laughs) seconds um yes but yeah, uh, just cruising on the lake and uh, Terry's barbecue, Texas barbecue. Mm, Terry's. Tex- so you were in Texas this weekend. Yes, I was in Austin, Texas. Mm. And then I've we went to San Terry's. Antonio. Sa- oh, San Antonio. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Ashley and Jeannie, the two Mo's, they um, they drove out there. It was like 80 miles from where we were. But um, yeah, I really wanted to see the river walk. They asked me like my top things to do, and I said. I want to ride electric bulls and go to the river walk in San Antonio. So that's what we did. <laughs> yes. Super good. Tough. Now yeah, you did, tough. you did just drop a coin phrase. Mo is the first time I've ever heard that actually. Mo. Really? Yeah. Really? Right. Don't I'm even. I'm dead serious. I've never heard Wait, that in my life. Chun, for real? Yes. No one calls him oh. Mo, bro. I think it's more recent, right? So. Oh, okay. Okay. Or, I, like, it always I, like Mo? I mean, it's just short and for maid of honor. I love that. I love that. I love that. Okay. Okay. So okay, what, okay. like, do we just call it best men just boom? Or what? <laughs> no, you guys don't get one. <laughs> just best man. Just, just best, best man. man. Best okay. buddy. <laughs> best buddy. BB. Okay. Yes, really yes. good. Really good. Uh, shout out Tim Hooney. Uh, Sylvia is yes. um, getting married to Tim Hooney. Um, lifelong Covenant. Shout out Tim Hooney. Um <laughs> The date you Tim, is. You said Tim Hooney like five times. What, 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 really what is the wedding? Tim's friend. Mm. <laughs> Tim doesn't like Chun, you know. <laughs> yeah, facts. There's a there's a lot of deep hurts there. Um, I, I'm not sure what we have to reconcile, but some, oh, we have got to reconcile something. Just kidding. Um, just kidding. I love. Wait, that. Sylvia, do you have a wedding date planned? We do. Um, we are getting married in October. We're getting married on a Monday, actually. It's an oh. intimate wedding. <laughs> yes. 50 pe- 52 people, including myself and Tim wow. and the bridal party. So wow. our guest count alone is like only 30 something. Wow. Wow. 52 yeah. is a really significant number. Yeah. It's really, it's going to be really intimate. Um, so mm. I'm really excited. Yeah. I, we originally had like a 300 person guest count and then it went to 52. <laughs> 
<laughs> hey, Sylvia, walk us through that process of um, it might hurt for the listeners who, you know, don't end up on there. But like, how do you how do you cut out 250 people from your guest list? Like, no, I'll be there. Be I'll be there. I'll be there for sure. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, Chad, my bad. <laughs> no, I'll be there. I'll be there. No, no worries. I'll be there. Yeah. Hey, one way or another, Chen will be there. But um, well, yeah, walk us through that process. Um, well, originally we had 300-ish people thinking that COVID wasn't going to be around. Um, mm. COVID hit and we just, and we were seeing so many of our other friends who um, had weddings planned right, like when COVID first hit and they had to change all their plans, um, lost a lot of money, et cetera. Mm. And, you know, we just don't know. We just didn't know at the time we got engaged if this was, this thing was going to go away anytime soon. Um, so we just decided to just cut it. And I found like a intimate wedding package deal kind of thing. Mm. And it was, it wasn't too hard. Actually, I think it's easier to pick 50 people than um, invite the entire world, you know, because um, right. with 50 people, even not all of my family can come. It's just um, mm. kind of like reps from certain families and yeah. people from Korea obviously mm. can't make it. Um, and just my best friends. And that's it. Yeah. 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 Makes it easy. Makes it easy. That's good. Really that's good. good. Yeah, because I know some people right now, like, it's it's a struggle to, like, mm-hmm. cut it down to, like, 100 even. So it's like, oh, 52. But it's good. It's good to hear that, Sylvia. Um, and, you know, you know, one thing that um, the Living Room Pod does, the, the two co-hosts, we do very frequently is we check our Facebook memories. And lo and behold, um, on this day, 10 years ago, Daniel Chan posted a video on your wall, uh, what? Sylvia. And I think this was, uh, again, like, that 10 11 years ago um eight like period um that's when fpc we were just posting videos on all of our walls but i just that that was funny um because like chun's chun's playing a music video or like just a song in the background classic chun classic chun right and oh, then at man. the end his dad just calls him he's like it happens all the time you know wait so, i want to see that video what i don't remember no, this no 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 yeah. No, there was, there was a no, it was a weird stage of uh, my life and even Shim's <laughs> life where we would send like video messages on Facebook all the time. But yeah. um hey, send it after. <laughs> to show. Yeah, uh, we'll send it after for sure, but it just shows it. um yes. Oh no. yeah, maybe. No. It's, well, it's been, well, make it um, 50, make it 53. Plus. Make it 53 and I'm there. You can post it. I'll think about it. <laughs> but yeah, Sylvia here um yeah, that just proves that we've um known each other we've been friends for over a decade which is like that's crazy crazy. that's um, crazy shout out to mooney (laughs) someone punch chan please (laughs) hey sylvia this is how i feel every episode but um but hey uh that's where i remember meeting you too sylvia i think that is where we all kind of um yeah that that time fpc was popping when we were in high school right that that period it was mm-hmm. popping, but um, what we like to do here at the Living Room Pod is we like to tell neighborhood stories. We like to tell Let's stories go. of all of our Tongnechingu. So um, hopefully you feel a little less a little less nervous, a little less anxious. Um, Sylvia, tell us. Tell us how you got here. Where where does your story start? Um, yeah, so before I tell my story, I'll just say... Uh-oh. Um, Uh-oh. <laughs> What? Oh, what? No, what? no I'll just say. Scary. What? Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Um, I'll just say, um, 
yeah, Chen and Chen and Shim were like the most goofiest. Um, yeah, literally like the loudest people in the room yes. at FPC, and I yes. feel so bad because I follow you guys on Instagram. I support you guys and all, but never listened to a podcast until <laughs> last last week. Sarah Chung, um, I was at Sarah Chung's house. Shout out to Sarah. Mm, shout out, yes. <laughs> um, she she I think is an avid listener of your guys's. I think yeah. I think, yeah. and she told me that she gave me the rundown of your podcast. So mm. somewhat I'm prepared, but um, sorry if I like, you know. <laughs> hey, hey, oh, it's, no. we're in the living room here, so We're flowing. We're flowing right now. Like I okay. just came back from a bachelorette, like feeling I'm good, sleepy. feeling full, feeling <laughs> sleepy. The the brisket definitely got you. Um, the hot links are huh? <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Okay. Anyway. Anyway. Yeah. Okay. Let, yeah. Let, let me let me rein back the the bull horns here for us real quick. Uh, Sylvia, <laughs> where were you born? Where were you born? Hmm. Um, you start off with that. Start off with that for us. Um, I was born in Washington State. Um, I was Come born in now. Lakewood, Washington. Yes. Uh, that's oh. right below Tacoma. For people who don't know, I think most people Shout are out. familiar with Tacoma. Ish. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and then I Bellevue. Was... Bellevue. Oh, yes, Bellevue. <laughs> How do you know Bellevue? <laughs> Shout out Tim Hooney. Okay. I mean, <laughs> oh, my bad. <laughs> can, can we mute Tim? <laughs> I, I, hey, this is me every episode, Sylvia. I'm not even kidding with you, but uh, go ahead. Um, yeah, so I was born there, um, lived there till, or I moved to New York in first grade or second grade, oh, first wow. or second grade. Um, yeah, my dad's business, um, he took it over there. Mm. So we were there for, I think, a year and a half before I moved to california and we moved to fullerton right actually we moved literally i think a day or a couple days before 9-11 happened and yeah we were in manhattan pretty often so it was pretty insane when we got to california and the first thing we saw in the news was 9-11 um yeah yeah and um we I went to Fern Drive uh, Elementary School. Oh, shout out Falcons! There in the third grade, yes, Falcon. Wait, did you go? Yes, I did. I did. No way. I did. K through second. K through second. Why baby. did I think you went? Oh, to through second, and then you went to Sunset. No, Golden Hill, baby, Golden Hill. Oh, Golden shout Hill. Out, shout out Gate Program. Program. Uh-huh, gate program. Uh-huh. Okay, got yeah. it. Got it. Got it. Um, yeah. So Fern Drive since the third grade and. Went to Parks Junior High, like everybody else in Fullerton, and Sunny Hills, like everybody else in Fullerton. Um, And yeah, and then I went to a few different colleges, um, which, yeah, we can talk about later. But um, I went to Fullerton College, I went to Tacoma College, and then I finished at Cal Poly Pomona, um, Mm. studied hospitality management, and yeah. um, That's tough. Yeah. I have two brothers, two little brothers, um, hey. John and Daniel, and my parents, and we live in Diamond Bar. DB. Wow, let's go, let's go. Okay, so uh, I actually didn't know you lived in New York for a little bit, which is yeah. cool. Um, I told but, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it just, you know, right now slipped <laughs> my mind, but no, it's refreshing, definitely. Um, growing up in Washington, though, what are some fond, what are your fondest memories of growing up in Washington State? Yeah. Honestly, I mean, this Chun, I'm sure you know because I've talked about it, but I'm I'm I love Washington. Like that's yeah, where I yeah, want to yeah. be. Like I know that okay, one. you know, you know? Okay. Uh-huh. Huskies. <laughs> I know that one. Yes. Uh, yes. Um, go Hawks. But, yeah, uh, Hawks. 
What's the, the Hawks? Mariners, Seahawks. Uh, Seahawks. Oh, Seahawks. Sylvia, oh. Okay, well, he said Hawks. Moria Po, Moria Po. Okay, sorry, anyway. Sorry, sorry. Okay. All right, all right, all right, all right. So, <laughs> um, honestly, I think the reason I just have, like, Washington's just so dear to my heart, even though I was only there till first grade, was because all my all of my dad's side, he has seven siblings, and, oh, like, okay. majority of them are there and all of my cousins, and mm. um, we all grew up together literally lived in each other's homes and Mm. like went to all of our parents businesses and just played there all the time and Mm. you know it's just simpler times um i mean california is great too but there it's a little bit more country or at least where i grew up it was a little more country country country-like so um honestly i think about those times a lot and i just always think about wanting to like raise my kids there in the future um Mm. Not from not you know not in this like loud bubble of Buena Park. <laughs> yeah, yes, yes, yeah. yes, um, yes, yes. So I think that's why I like went back every year by myself to just go visit family there, and even I ended up living there for a year and a half um, in my twenties hmm. without my parents. Um, I was with family there, and yeah, so special place, special place for sure. Mm. It's like that. It's like that family punigi out of yeah. Washington. I think so because out yeah. here in California, it's just um, my family here, basically, and like my mom's. We have like a couple extended family, but other than that, everyone's out in either Washington or some other place in the world. Mm. Okay, 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 okay. So Washington, New York, Fern Drive, Parks Junior High, Sunny Hills. Um, I'm gonna fast forward to a, kind of when when we met, right? Like I'd say, like it's around high school. Mm-hmm. let's get it around high school you uh we meet in high school uh you meet shim at fpc um i know high school was uh was a nice time for you guys uh what are some great memories you had at sunny hills i know we previously we had some guests that went to sunny hills uh has been brought up very often but what are some great memories that you had at sunny hills and maybe at fpc if you want to loop that in too Honestly, yeah, at Sunny Hills, I mean, what what, what is your impression at Sunny Hills though? Like, is it was it a good time for you? Was it? Um, I don't know. Yeah, um, I mean, it was it was a fun time. It was an amazing time. I I always say, I mean, it's not just Sunny Hills. I think just high school in general was like so fun. You know, um, mm-hmm. that's where we made lifelong friends, and mm-hmm. um, or at least for me, and yeah, we just ditched a lot and. <laughs> <laughs> hey we keep it real here it real. i love that i love that i love uh, that we ditched a lot we played a lot you know bobs we were at bobs all the time that's <laughs> back of barns for people who don't know hmm. um literally until like 1 a.m all the time just doing nothing just rotting and yes um, yeah good times um but honestly i can't really pinpoint like my favorite things but i think it's just you know all of the like school dances all of the rallies all of the quad like events mm. just throughout mm. the week everything and just being with your friends i think that was the most memorable um and at fpc honestly just being with you crazies was always super fun <laughs> i mean let's let's yeah speaking of fpc like how what were the circumstances that led you to you know coming over to fpc um so i actually ever since i came to california um I mean, I've been to a few small churches until we, my family landed at Tarang Community Church. Mm. And we, I was there from like, I think fourth grade until like my junior year of um, high school. Mm. And 
I naturally just, I think, I mean, I went, you know, at VBS and all of that, like, it's like, oh my goodness, like, I think I know God and all, but I think I went through something pretty difficult in high school, um, personally, and fell out of church for a little bit. Um, Mm. And, but I knew, like, I needed to continue going just in the back of my head. So I just Mm. went out to FBC, but I didn't want to go to my church anymore. Um, Mm. And so I, when I was going to FBC, I think, yeah, I was trying to figure it out, trying to figure it out. Um, so that's that's kind of what just took me there because I know great, like I was really close to Grace Na, um, Jenny mm. Kill, Julia Lim, and they all went to FPC. Um, and that's why I went there and met you guys and literally had the time of my life for like two years <laughs> until I decided to leave California. <laughs> um, but yeah, honestly, FPC was so fun, you guys. When we went to like Norebang and you guys were just, oh my I have those goodness. videos on Facebook for oh anyone no. who are, who's so my friends. So legendary. You know, check it out. Oh no. You can watch them singing and dancing at Norebang. <laughs> um, you know, we went bike riding Chun with like Brian. Oh, and facts. Nick. Yeah. Did Nick go uh-huh. with us? Did he go I with don't us? Know. I don't know. I don't remember. Oh, I think it was just the three of us, actually. Yeah. Um, yeah. And we just, you know, went fishing and a bunch of other things. <laughs> I don't know what we did. We just did a lot of fun yeah. stuff. And it Go was... get donuts at like 2 a.m. Yeah. For... yeah. Dude, classic. Yeah. classic. Yep. Yeah. Remember For... Retreat mm-hmm. when we played that, like, I forgot. It was pretty messed up now that I think about it. But, like, they made us go hide outside in the oh, raining dirt of course oh my gosh i was like covered in mud crawling all over i don't know what we were doing but those were good we times we can't do that now like you do that no shot, right dude. now that's a lawsuit for we'll sure get sued, we'll get sued. yeah 100%. those are good times great times. it's crazy yeah. it's crazy because for our listeners who don't know like sylvia she is probably the most down person Maybe, maybe not now. Maybe not now. Maybe <laughs> I'm a, little, a different person now. Yeah, definitely back different. Then, then, um, yes. You know, mature a little bit, you know, just kind of count the costs <laughs> a little bit more. But back then, oh my goodness, bro. Uh, Sylvia would be everywhere. Sylvia would be at multiple places at the same time, which is kind of crazy. <laughs> like, so it's nuts. Like you hit her up at 2 a.m. You want to you want to go pier fishing? Down. Uh, donuts at 4 a.m.? Down. San Diego, uh, just randomly, 7 p.m. just for Farietas? Down. Like, cra- <laughs> crazy flow. Uh, unbelievable yeah. tempo that a lot of people couldn't keep up but um hey credits to her um but yeah that's i don't know that's kind of what i wanted to say yeah i'm not down anymore though i'm like an old grandma now it's all tim's fault it's all tim's fault he's a complete shout out, shout out tim shout out my guy tim <laughs> Uni. Oh, yeah. uh, that's awesome um so i guess moving on like you get you get into college what was the what was the plan like what you're freshly graduated from sunny hills high school the world is your oyster what is <laughs> sylvia kwan's plan what is her um outlook trajectory for her future her career all of that mm, honestly i think for me ever ever like you could ask me this like in high school and i would have said the same thing and i still say it now and i think i still struggle with this today but mm. um I feel like I have so many interests. Um, I like to do so many things and I want to try so many things that I can never do one thing. (laughs) Um, I feel like it's just kind of like a little bit of this, a little bit of that. And um, I've always told myself I want to do one thing really well, but I never felt like I could. Um, Mm. And that's how I felt in high school. I, you know, people are like, oh, I want to become a nurse. Oh, I want to do this. Um, And they know what major they want to go into. I think I initially like, um well actually I 
only applied to Cal States out of high school because I just wasn't confident in getting into UCs. Um, hmm. If I, you know, I would, I would try it if I can go back now. But um, at that time, that's how I felt. And um, I actually applied to Cal Poly where I, where I graduated. And I, I got into all the Cal States that I applied to. Uh, but the last year, my senior year, I got rescinded um, liter- like to the college I went to the orientation for and everything because I ditched so much my senior year, <laughs> uh. um, which made me like I passed all my classes, but I failed my IB art class. <laughs> oh, my God. IB art? Yeah, IB 3D design. And, oh, you know, wow. We make little stuff with our hands. Oh, um. <laughs> um, but anyway, um, so I think after that, I just had a lot of thoughts because um, I really enjoy cooking. I really enjoy yes. pictures. I was yeah. always like the designated photographer for my friends. Yes. And, um, I always grew up like looking through like photo albums and I still do like it's a regular thing for me um, just to see, you know, where we come from and, you know, good mm-hmm. times, good old memories. And mm-hmm. um, I remember telling my parents, like, um, can I can I pursue these paths without going to college? And, um, mm. you know, my parents were never the type of people to push me to go to school or, or not go to school, but push me to do well in school, um, except maybe my mom a little bit. But my dad especially was just like, I just want you to be happy. Um, Mm. but they did say like, you know, we know you're really interested in these things, but, um, I still think it's nice to finish college. So you have something to fall back on if things don't work out. So I think that's where I was just, you know, just riding, riding the roller coaster of, oh, do I go to school? Do I not? And it just kind of got dragged out. And, um, I think I finally needed to like separate myself from just here <laughs> and just kind of focus on myself and do do things and um that's what took me to Tacoma College in Washington um mm. mixed mix with a lot of other things um um I actually went when I was going through a pretty tough time back then um I went to Washington like every summer to help with like the VBS and stuff there um mm-hmm. and it's really different from the kids that are at least around the churches I'm at now like all the Korean kids and mm-hmm. you know who are very spoiled and well off and I mean not all I'm not speaking for all of them but overall right right, um, right. the kids there were very broken a lot of their ki- parents were in jail um you know just a lot of mm-hmm. different stories and um not and very diverse also and um in the middle of just like a lot of the crap I was going through and just struggling with um you know, just hearing some of their stories at such a young age really opened my eyes and uh, heart to really want to just live better and do better <laughs> with mm. my life and just for my parents. And um, I think that's just what that's what made me like just decide, OK, I'm going to finish school. I'm going to do what they want me to do. And after that, I'll figure out, you know, if figure out my path, you know, because yeah. I, I studied hospitality management. Mm. But um, honestly, it's whatever. <laughs> It's, it's whatever. It's, a it's, a, it's just a degree, honestly. Unless yeah. you're gonna become a doctor or like an engineer or something of yeah. that sort, um, I don't know. I I I think when I raise my kids, if they really don't want to go to school and I see that they're really gifted in some area, I'm not gonna force them to. Yeah. Um, mm. Yeah. I I mean, but you know, our culture is different with our parents for sure. So I I right. completely understand that. Um, but yeah, I mean, I don't know how I got to this, but good, good. Where, but yeah. so yeah. I'm, where, where is this you know so you um you you come back to cal poly hospitality mm-hmm. management mm-hmm. right now sylvia kwan um this is june 1st 2021 
what what's your kind of situation what are you up to besides of course getting married in a couple months mm, just working <laughs> Shout out, plug, plug plug your stuff yeah, sylvia cooks uh share bliss photo hmm. <laughs> oh yeah that um <laughs> i so i work a nine to five uh monday through friday i am a property manager um i manage an apartment complex for um, low-income seniors mm. and um it's good but it's also very stressful you know you're dealing with I'm sure, um, yeah. a lot of seniors who not not all of them are actually i don't know if i can say this but yeah <laughs> there's a lot yeah. you're dealing with a lot of seniors a lot of yeah. children and um stuff like that um i'm the mm. bad cop you know writing lease violations after lease violations mm. <laughs> etc um very but... fitting very fitting yeah <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Shim, let's let's kick him off now. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm trying, I'm trying. Um, but yeah, so uh, I do that on the weekdays, and then on the weekends, um, I mean, I cook on a regular. Uh, my mom is yeah. actually my mom was actually in school. She's actually graduating this uh, month or next month. Oh, this oh, month. What? She's graduating this month. She's From in seminary. Um, oh, she's in what? seminary. Yeah, so um, she's graduating this month and. <sighs> So with that and like my mom also working, um, she, my mom actually, from my memory, when I was a kid, I don't think she worked much. She like ran like a little store here and there, but yeah, mm-hmm. um, I mean, once we hit like junior high, high school and, you know, we're living our own lives, playing with our friends. I think she picked up jobs here and there. Yeah. Um, so mm-hmm. she's been working ever since. And with that, you know, I, and on, on top of that, by the way, my grandpa, um, my mom's dad is a chef or was a chef and my dad's sister Ooh. is really well known in Washington for um, her panchan or her. They own a Korean okay. market and they sell okay. all the panchan she makes on her own. So I grew up oh. around people cooking all the time um, oh. and eating food. And my dad's also in the food industry. So I've just been around food. <laughs> wow. so, Family um, business. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I was always just interested in cooking. Um, so, yeah. And with my mom going to school and all, I just naturally cooked a lot for my dad and my brothers and myself um and so that's where i get all of that you know all of the desires to be like making something different all the time Uh, i find Mm. a lot of joy and peace that's like my number one stress release just being in the kitchen i love that i I don't like the cleaning Uh part but i like the cooking part (laughs) (laughs) shout out to mooney that's his job that's his job that's his job that's his job yeah it's agreed upon (laughs) but let me let me plug this for a second so it's at sylvia cooks but hold on for all our listeners this is not your normal like oh let me make kimchi jjigae denjang jjigae like carby team that Mm. stuff which is cool but my goodness sylvia is making mushroom lemon risotto with brown butter lemon scallops it's different flow. Um, it's a different flow uh homemade pizza night uh aglio olio with shrimp uh, for for again shout out tim huni's lunch today so like stuff like that like it's it's so different and mm. it's awesome like the, the even the quality of photos like that actually goes with you know right. the other venture that sylvia is doing sure as well is. so it just it's perfect harmony so we could talk about a little share bliss and a little bit of action behind that and the inspiration behind you taking photos and all that mm. oh, behind yeah, where share does bliss? that come from yeah yes, okay, um, yes well again like i always like i said i always just like taking pictures of people like recording memories um i remember honestly like ever since i can remember on a regular we would watch our 
like the videos of my like that my dad took of me and my brothers growing up i still watch them mm-hmm. here and there now and mm. looking through my parents wedding album and just when we were babies and all of that stuff it's again a regular thing i do and um that naturally led me to just record and take pictures of like everything and anything around me um growing mm. up like junior high high school with our little freaking cell phones <laughs> the, the flip, flip phones yep. <laughs> yes envy yes um and um i actually took a photography class in at sunny hills um best photographer photography teacher mr freeman um uh, yeah shout out to mr freeman um, he was great <laughs> learned a lot um anyway he yeah i think just just being in his class and because you know cell phone and dslr is a little different mm-hmm, mm-hmm, <laughs> mirrorless mm-hmm. cameras are a little, a little different, different. Um, a little different yeah. honestly i'm not really like i really don't really know all the functions to a dslr now like thankfully tim has some skills in that so he's able to teach me um those mm. things but i just like to shoot and edit like i just like to shoot and edit um, yeah yeah um so yeah i mean after college um my parents you know like they said after you know i could try whatever i want after finishing school so that's what i did um i was i think i was in like one or two years of my job and i was like this is so boring like like i mean i'm thankful for the job and i'm trying to steward it well daily but this is just not something i see myself doing forever and um, i really just want to you know touch into other things that i know have been inside of me so that's what i just kind of like just started doing it i just picked up a camera started taking pictures and I'm Let's still go. a newbie now. I think it's only been a couple years since I started, but hmm. um, yeah, I mean, I'm hoping that sooner or later that will become a full time. Um, and I'm still trying to figure out if I really enjoy it too. Cause I don't think I really enjoy the business side of things. I think I just like the creative, hmm. creative side of things, but you know, you can't have everything and it can't always be comfortable. You just got to learn. So, Oh, oof. say that one more time. Say that one more time. Say what? One more time. What did she just say? What did she just say? You can't always be comfortable. What? I, I got to replay al- it that. It can't always be. It can't always be what you like. Um, there's going to be things you don't like that you're going to have to learn to do. Um, yeah. That's life. That's life. So that's, that's um, life. That's life. That's life. That's I wisdom. Love that. That's maturity. Um, so hey, shout out to Mr. Freeman for teaching the rule of thirds, DSLRs. <laughs> yes, rule of thirds. Rule of thirds. Um, shout Let's out stop. to Sylvia's family for you know um, getting her into cooking and food and not the cleaning but the cooking. Um, <laughs> so you know, like I, uh, I've been kind of I guess um, a bystander on the sideline of seeing like you know um, you posting about you know. Cher Bliss or Sylvia Cooks and all that stuff, which has, and, and to hear, you know, um, yeah, it's the passion. It's not necessarily like I'm going to make this my job, but it's really like just what you enjoy. Like, I think that's refreshing to hear. Um, I'm sure for um, Chun and myself before our listeners as well, because I think, you know, most of our listeners are like from that demographic where like, hey, our parents, um, you know, th- thankfully, you know, they're not they're getting a little bit looser, I, I think, as the, the years go on. But um, there's a lot of pressure for a lot of us. And I think it is so encouraging to see that you are able to, like, balance, like, a nine to five, but still have those passion projects and exploring that, too. So, um, Love that. hey, we're going to take a quick ad break um, and then we'll be right back and getting into more of Sylvia's story. So we'll be right back. All right. We are back from our ad break. And uh, Chun, the river flows in you, huh? That's all Chun did, everybody. That's, That's all, all Chun did, did, huh? Give Dude, him a piano. I, I, 
And a nice girl. Hey. Oh. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. Um, praise God. But, praise God. Shout out to him. But yes, we are back from our ad break. And, uh, you know, Sylvia, one of the things that um, I think um, when I look back, one word to kind of describe you is, um, I don't know how you'll take it, oh, but it's, oh, oh. it's motherly. It's, oh. it's motherly. And I think it's because even back when we were in high school, like, I could tell, like, you, you changed, like, you took care of, like, your friends and even us as, like, younger yeah, brothers and all yeah. that stuff, too. Um, but like you mentioned, you do have two younger brothers. And let's let's explore that, you know, how wow. um, are, like, the family dynamics? How is it with um, two younger brothers who I'm sure were rowdy and then also living with your parents? Like, what are the kind of dynamics within the home for you? Wow. Family dynamics. Yeah. Nice dynamics well to start with my parents um my dad is like known to be super goofy um he's literally <laughs> such a clown Love he thinks that. he's super funny but everyone's just laughing at him super um, <laughs> it's kind of um, kind of like us huh yeah a little bit a <laughs> little bit you guys kind of remind me of my dad just a little <laughs> oh and my brothers at the same time it's weird <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> um but yeah he's he's super cute and then um my mom is my mom <laughs> she's uh my mom's known to be like the like you know the church cheap um super mm. she's super nice she's super she's a total social butterfly so i think i kind of got it from her growing up um yeah. um yeah and she yeah she's just like like that's just like who she is to the core and uh, she's like yeah. the t- and she loves the lord she's seriously like all she ever did to said to us growing up was like just one of you guys or all of you guys become chantosanims or go to become a pastor. I'm like, you are tripping. And thankfully, what? my brother, my second brother is um, is going to go into Talbot. So thank you, Daniel. Let's go, go. Shout <laughs> out. You, yeah, let's go. Um, um, yeah. And yeah, so that's my mom. Um, and my, yeah, my mom, okay, plug. My mom is literally, she literally went to North Korea missions without telling me she went to North Korea missions. Oof. Whoa! What? Praise the Lord, she came back in one piece. But yeah, yeah. So. what was she doing? What was she doing there? Uh, evangelizing. Or, oh. <laughs> or, <laughs> come on, man. No, no, no. Like you have, you have to have a reason to go to North Korea, right? Like, what was the reason to go? Well, my mom just—I mean, she went to multiple different like countries, but North Korea, I think, is just something that's just been on her heart. Um, I don't know. Mm. I actually never really dive I'm, deep into the reason of why my mom went to no, North no, no, Korea. No, no, oh, what? no, no, no. Like, uh, you know, when you go to North Korea, you're like, okay, hey, I'll, we want to go to teach cooking uh-huh. or whatever. Oh, like, you have to oh. kind of mask it, obviously. Yeah. What did did you know? Like, what she was doing to didn't to ask. get access? Didn't ask. Don't I, ask. Don't I, tell. Yeah. I found out like months after she came back. She went while I was in Seattle. Didn't tell me. Oh, I found out after Ooh. she came back. <laughs> but my mom yes. wants to go there and like finish her life there. I think so. Wow. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, I love that, dude. Yes. That's where you get. That's where you get that uh, tenacity from, Sylvia. Okay. I see that. <laughs> oh, okay. Chun, I think use that word thinking it meant like one thing, but it is like slightly off. But yeah, tenacity, tenacity. Yeah. <laughs> But so yeah, that, that's, that's, that's your my mom. parents. That's my parents. Yes. Um, my brothers, um, I have my brother Daniel. He's right under me. Um, I think he's three years younger or four years younger or something. <laughs> Honestly, I, I lose track of their age. Um, but um, Detail orientation. Oh, I'm super detail oriented, by the way. Gotta work on that. Gotta work <laughs> on that for sure. always says I'm not, mm-hmm. but I, I am. Yep. 
Okay. Uh-huh, anyway, uh-huh. Uh, he, yeah, he's just, I don't know. I don't know what to say about him. He's go, he's goes to Biola or he just graduated undergrad uh, at Biola for history. Um, Ring the bell. Come on yeah. now. Uh, he's Daniel's like the really soft, like Chakan, you know, second brother, mm. very sweet and tender um, kind of brother. And John is. Um... <laughs> well, uh, it's, always so a joke. It's, it's always a joke, but like Daniel, like John's like the tall, good looking one. And Daniel's like the short and cute one. <laughs> um... Daniel was super handsome as a baby, but like, you know, he but, didn't. but, but he, he's he's so cute now. Hey, Dan- Daniel and I seem to have some things in common. Um, oh, like oh gosh. height, um, better looking Ch- as a kid. Huh? Chan, no, you're a cutie. Oh, not Chan. Um, you're a cutie. No, I know, I know. It's Freudian slip. That's fine. It's cool. Yeah. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. Is Chun Chun kind of like John, where he's the tall, good-looking one, or is is he just tall? Or he, Chun's giving me the face. So I'm gonna say. I'm not gonna yeah. no comment, no comment. No comment. That's, <laughs> just that's fine. That's fine. <laughs> totally good. No, I'm kidding. Um, but yeah, so John's kind of like the more tough one that you know, he's a magnet, so like everyone mm. always wants like his love, but he doesn't give it. Like or he give oh, he gives it in true? other ways, you know, he gives it in other ways. Oh. Um, yeah. I didn't know that was a more, thing. Okay. He's just more tough, you know, he's just more like hmm. mm, like he was like <clears throat> that as a baby too, just very like mong, you know. A mong? Yeah, yeah, I know that he, flow. He's an access service kind of dude, um, oh, but if I ever am crying and need a shoulder to lean on, then it'll be Daniel. <laughs> yeah, John will oh, just be Daniel? like, yeah, oh, Daniel, oh, and then John's oh, more like, they're there, they're there, yeah. but go away oh, kind of thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I know he loves me. I know he loves me. Yeah. That's awesome. But honestly, I, I, growing up with two little brothers, I... I was never a girly girl. If you ask my mom, um, she said she had to force me to play with like Barbie dolls and stuff, but I like mm-hmm. never played with it. I just played with my mm-hmm. brother's toys or no toys mm-hmm. at all. Mm-hmm. Um, I just played with people. <laughs> uh, like, Whoa! Don't <laughs> play with the hearts, so Sylvia. There's too many heart playing over there. Oh my goodness! Don't do that. You know what I mean. You know what I mean. Um, yes. But yeah, I I think my brothers listened to me really well growing up. I like if they didn't listen, I would like give them wedgies and stuff like that. <laughs> I was that kind of sister, and I feel terrible. Yeah. I apologize to them after I grew up. <laughs> hey, yeah, uh, so- Sylvia, wait. So, if uh, how many kids ideally do you want, and then if like, what would the what would the genders be, or whatever? Mm. Uh, what would the genders be? I'm not sure. Or, <laughs> or, 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 ideally, 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 ideally. Yeah, um, ideally. Ideally, um, I would if I want as many as I can afford. Um, mm. if, you know, up to, I don't think I would want more than five. Um, I think five Ooh. would be, oh, I, more, five would be my max, guys. Max. Oh, yeah, okay, uh, okay, okay. Max, yeah. but um, I would, but three would be my minimum. Wow. Oh, yeah. okay. Three and minutes, five want, max. Yeah. Uh-huh. What, you, what were you going to say? Shim? Is it because um, you yourself, you know, are, are in a group of three or it's like, why is it that you want? Because I mean, right now you look around, I think like birth rates are dropping and all that, but like. Most people I know, you know, it's like one or two, like mm-hmm. they're cool, but mm-hmm. like I don't think it's very common to find people like our age being like, I want to have like more than three, four, <laughs> five kids, you know? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, I just really love babies. Like, I mm. love kids. I love, love, Same love here. kids. That was also like a path that I was thinking about, but I just always liked kids growing up. So that was like not just like I think I'm like my friends tell me like I'm like crazy. I can't I can't stop like walking down a street without like like un- like ah, 
to a kid, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so um, I always loved kids. And I think it's just having little brothers, too. Like, they were just so darn cute growing up. Um, mm. Yeah, I I just want a big family. Um, yeah. But as far as gender goes, I think I only want one daughter. Hmm. I th- oh. If I have two, then I don't want them to be, like, next to each other. I want them to be, like, pretty separate. Wait, why do you think that is, though? Because you're you're one daughter and two two guys, right? I don't want them to grow up girly girls. <laughs> um, wait, why? Let, let, let's dive a little deeper on this. Let, yeah. Let's say on this. Why, why? Why? Like, why? Where is that coming from? Obviously, like, a lot of how you grew up is influenced mm-hmm. by that and how you were. But like, mm-hmm. why do you want well, that? Yeah, I don't. I don't think I would mind if they were girly girls. I think I just wouldn't know how to like deal with a uh, super like girly connect. girl. Yeah, like a princess. Like, like you know, like you think spoil so? me everything kind of thing. You know, I mean, That's I'm what sure. for. <laughs> yeah, I guess I'm sure I'll deal with it, but I'd rather mm. just deal with little boys running around and like yeah, yeah, yeah. Know, not have to care about it after they grow up. <laughs> So so you're basically like, if you could only have one gender, you're all guys yep, yep. more than all girls for sure. Yep. But I do really agree that, you know, that saying where they say, like, everyone should have a tal, everyone should have a daughter. Mm. Like, like, tal, like, when you become older, they say, okay, no offense to you boys, but like, I didn't have a daughter. I really... I didn't have a daughter. You know what like, that means? They don't, literally they don't take care. There's no use for sons. Yeah. Literally. Ah, <laughs> 그렇구나. Ah, yeah, okay. not, not because they're not useful. And I know there's definitely like good sons out there because right. I've met I've met a handful. Um, but for the most part, when they meet their match, they kind of fly this away. Is this is uh, facts. Kind of fly away and, you know, it's mainly more, you know, catering to the wife and her family facts. and stuff yep. like that. Yeah. Um, you know, and sons usually don't call their parents, like, just to talk to them and stuff like yeah. that, you know? So, I mean, I don't, I don't know. Maybe it, culturally it's different now, but at least with our parents' generation and our generation, that's kind of how I see it. Um, mm. But that's not true for everyone. So It's it's, it's, it's things we need to work on as guys. Shout out to all the guys. We got to work on that. We got <laughs> to step up a little bit, call our parents, uh, take care of them a little bit more. Right, Dude, Chun, you're so sweet to your parents, though. It's so cute. Oh, thank you. But I need to work on a lot of things, to be honest. You don't know my private life. <laughs> we all do. 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 Yeah. And that, so. That's why we needed Sylvia on here to um, give us, a, you know, yeah, just a finally, reminder. Finally, I've been waiting for out. this kind of, like, motherly advice for once, you know? Oh so I appreciate yeah. that, Sylvia. Yeah. yeah. Um, switching gears. Uh, so Sylvia... Um, we might have mentioned this earlier or not, but uh, you recently started getting into us because, um, as you mentioned, uh, your friend Sarah Chung. Shout out Sarah Chung, one of our biggest supporters. Yeah. Um, so you listened to, uh, what is it, three episodes? Yes, I listened to three. Um, which which episodes, if you don't mind me asking? Um, it was the people that I knew. Or I, mm-hmm. I, I or I was Danny, because that was Sarah said that was her favorite. So I listened to <sighs> Danny first. Yeah. Um, and then I listened to Joyce and Yun. Mm. Uh, mm. So cute. Yeah. So, so cute. So cute. So you you know that we're we're about in that range where um, the the heavier the heavy hitters those questions come out. Heavy hitters. So Sylvia, um, 
you you probably prepared for this already, but looking back <laughs> on your life, what what was the hardest moment, or if there are a couple, what were the hardest moments of your life? Um, honestly, yeah, I feel like I say honestly a lot. Sorry. <laughs> um, I, honestly, this might have been the first time I heard honestly from you, so don't worry about it. Honestly, oh honesty is what we need. God. Honestly, honestly I, I'll be honest for once. Um, okay, let's anyway. get to it. All right, all right. Um, so yeah, I think there's definitely a lot of hard moments. I like looked back after hearing like that you guys asked that question. I was like, oh, like <laughs> what were my hard moments in my life? And yeah. there's definitely a handful that stand out like the most. Um, I think if I had to pick like two significant moments that really shaped me to be who I am today, um, mm -hmm. one would have been in like high school. Um, but I think like, I was thinking about like which one I should share. And I was like, what this, the one that happened when I was in my teens, I think in terms of like intensity of how hard it was, it was a lot more intense, but I think, mm -hmm. um, just something I went through recently, um, it might have not felt as intense, but it was very paralyzing. Um, yeah, mm -hmm. like, yeah, very, very paralyzing. And um, yeah, I think I just came out of it too, to be honest, like this past yeah. year, like with COVID and everything. Um, <laughs> yeah, but um, it would be, hmm, I don't know even, I don't even know where to start. Um, I would, just to give a little bit of a backstory, um, when I was younger, um, in my... I'm going to get real vulnerable <laughs> when I was Please. younger, like in my like, like fifth, sixth and seventh grade, like some bad things happened to me. Right. Um, and that along with when I moved to Seattle, um, some stuff happened there, which, cause originally my plan when I moved to Seattle was to, um, stay there forever. <laughs> um, oh, like, really? okay. yeah, like I left my parents and my brothers to be there by myself. Um, obviously I was, I, I'm still in college. I don't have the money to like buy a house or like yeah. rent or anything. So I lived with family and um, just some tough stuff happened um, without getting into too much details on that. It's that mm. in particular. And uh, I had to come back because it just wasn't good for me. Mm. Um, and there were a lot of things I told myself that um, I was going to take to my grave. I not, I, as far as telling my friends and, um, telling you know just people who I share life with uh, it wasn't a big deal to tell them and it was something I you know I would openly tell but what I mean by take to my grave is with like my parents right um just because mm -hmm. I would didn't want them to be heartbroken or worry about me because especially being like the first daughter like I just felt a lot of I mean they didn't put this kind of responsibility on me or you know but I just naturally felt like I just didn't want them to be worried or be in pain because of me um so hmm. yeah and that this this part of what i'm sharing i'll like unfold later but um i think i don't even know the year i don't even keep track of time anymore <laughs> but um but um when i came back from washington i think that was like like in my 20s i think that was like 2015 or 2014 or something like that um uh, you know my parents um we, we lived in this home, right? And um, my dad worked for this one company. Um, he, for like, I don't even know, ever since I was in like junior high or like upper elementary, I think, um, till 
like only a few years ago, only like three, four years ago, he's worked at this one company and he was, he's pretty, he was pretty high up. He was like a director um, of the company. You know, he's been there forever. Um, it's a Korean company too. And um, his boss and him always had a great relationship, etc. cetera. Um, with that, um, thankfully, something great happened to our family and my dad uh, was able to um, buy a house and we've always rented mm. our entire life. And um, mm. uh, we were able to purchase a home um, through her a little bit. Um, and it was, she was basically my dad's boss and also her, our landlord at the same time. Um, oh, wow. Okay. And um, yeah. And for me, like seeing my dad, I mean, this was such a good moment for our family. Um, such a, yeah, blessing. And um, yeah, it's just, we're just very thankful. Um, and so, you know, we're living in this house, you know, making payments, whatever. Um, and my dad is continuously working his butt off. And I just remember ever since I was a kid, my dad would literally go to bed, like, I don't know, really late. And he would be out of the house by like 4am. Like, you know, that's, that was the kind Mm -hmm. of, you know, just the life that he lived to make sure that, you know, he can provide for us. And, um, yeah, just so seeing all, like just all of his hard work paying off was just always, was like, just so good. It was just so good. Um, but one day, um, there's just some stuff crap that happened. Um, this is only a few years ago, I think, like, I don't even know. I, honestly, I don't keep track of time, but I think it's like, <laughs> I think it was like three years ago or mm. two, like two to three years ago, maybe. Yeah. Um, it was before I moved to Diamond Bar. So I think it's about two, yeah, three years ago or whatever. doesn't matter. Um, but um, my, but what basically happened was um, my dad and a few of the other employees were, I guess, I didn't know about this. My dad recently told me, um, or told me when all of this was happening. Um, my dad and a few of his other employees were under the same like agreement with his boss. Um, and the boss was a landlord for multiple of these, yeah. you know, multiple people in the company. And um, w- by the way, with my dad's job, like he gets a free car um, that, mm. you know, the company pays for the gas because his job has a lot of, you know, driving and sales and all of that stuff to do. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I mean, in that sense, it was pretty comfortable for him. It was um, definitely a perk yeah. of the job. And um, she, the his boss, I don't know, I think she, in her own brokenness, she was, went through a lot of things like that past year, like went through her own divorce and like none of her children talked to her, like just a lot of these things, right? And mm. um, I don't know, maybe she just wasn't, yeah, I'm not sure. I'm not sure, but um, she basically... I don't want to say scam. Scam's not the right word. Um, just screwed my dad over along with some of the other employees. Mm. Um, and basically went on a like rant on all of them for them, like having an, having a life outside of work. (laughs) Mm, Um, Like, um, and, and with that, she basically was like, okay, this is going to be like, um, this is your last day. And, you're not getting paid your last pay because um, all the years we never collected your expenses for your gas. Like we're going to take it from like, like, Jeez. yeah. So he didn't get paid like 
two, two, I think a month's worth of um, pay, I think, because that's, I think he got paid like month to month or something like that. Yeah. And, um, and she was, and she was like, and you guys need to move out um, of your house kind of thing. Right. Mm. And for my dad, you know, I'm in, and you know, with our generation, um, our parents, they don't speak, or at least my parents, they don't speak English. Um, They barely speak. I'm like, he's gotten a little better now, but he barely speaks. So um, being the first, you're kind of responsible for dealing with any, thing with lawyers or whatever right and um um yeah so well it was just that news was just so mm, like heart like my my heart just dropped like hearing all of that and my in my mind like I I'm the type that I don't really I'm very logical like I don't sulk in my emotions so I was like okay like I gotta go 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 like what's the next step how can we Mm -hmm. what Mm -hmm. what do we have to do etc and um and here like my dad's like the breadwinner of the family right like without my dad like we none of us can live like you know none of us can yeah like I mean we can help out but only so much you know um we're, we're still really young um you know my brothers are still in school um I just I think I was either still in school, or I would just graduated or something like that. Um, so it was just a tough time. And my, um, um, and I think we, I remember getting a notice on our door um, and it wasn't an eviction notice. Like you guys need, you're getting evicted, but if you do not move out by a specific date, then you're getting evicted kind of thing. And my, um, that was like the first time we ever had to deal with any of that. Um, yeah. And she basically took some of the money like my dad's own money that he put into the home and it was just a lot of tough stuff and uh, there was no way of like really getting that back and you know we've never been through anything with like a law like a law related anything so it was just yeah we didn't really know what to do um and I remember um my dad went to so for you know Korean parents are pretty stubborn at least my dad's really stubborn and he um, he was like, well, you didn't pay me for my one month, which would have covered this rent for this month. So I'm not leaving for another month because, but I was like, dad, that's not how it works because <laughs> yes, she didn't pay you, but that's so separate from like this home thing. Like, like, yeah. you know, like they don't connect. Like, I mean, I, I get the logic behind what he's saying, but this is not no third world country, like, or like Korea or like, you know, where you can just kind of cut yeah. you know yeah yeah you can't do that like it's just it's not like you can just pay someone cash and be like okay whatever go away you know it doesn't yeah. work like that um so um i i yeah so but that's what he did that's what he was trying to do and what what are we gonna do like just because i leave doesn't mean he's leaving you know um yeah. so so um yeah we got that notice and um we went to court we went to court and uh, my dad didn't speak english so i went with him and mm-hmm. um, he, she had her daughter representing her. And uh, in the middle of all of this, my dad went to go see a few lawyers about like inquiring about this and like what to do. And a lot of them were like, oh, don't worry about it. Um, you don't like you don't even need us. Like this is such a like straightforward thing, because basically she we went to court because she was asking for like the month and a half worth of rent that like we didn't pay kind of thing. Um, when again, she took all of my dad's money. Right. Um, and um so it was just like, wow, like, how can this is like, this is just so evil. Like, how can a person do yeah. this to another person? Yeah, like, yeah, you yeah. know, like, yeah. um, but um, anyway, we went to court and uh, I think my, we requested a Korean translator um, because again, we didn't have a lawyer to represent us because that was the recommendation given to my dad um, by someone he was referred to. 
And I, w- I was the only one who went with him because, you know, my brothers have school, my mom's at work, whatever. And I'm sitting there behind, like, and he- my dad's answering, like, these questions from the judge. And, like, like honestly, like, I was, like, cho- like choking up because he was just so, like, helpless. Like, because he's trying to just, like, mm. tell them. Like, I think in court, you have to just answer the questions they ask you. You can't give right. your own explanation of, like, and go yeah. on and be like, well, she did this right. and she did, you know, you can't do that. You just have to answer the questions they ask you. And, like, my dad was just kind of going, like, well, like, ogurage, you know, like, just, like, yeah. like, well, mm-hmm. this happened and that happened. And um, and the judge was like, well, Mr. Kwan, like, if that's the case, um, it sounds like you have a really good case for you uh, to against against this person. Um, and I recommend taking it to the labor board. Um, and, but unfortunately I can't help you here with that. Like, you know, you just need to answer the questions that I ask. And, um, yeah, I was just sat back there and I was like, I really want to just like jump up and like get up there and be yeah. like, okay, like, like I'll just speak for him kind of thing. But you know, we're not allowed to do that. Um, right. yeah. So like, yeah, that happened. And then, um, the suckier part about this whole entire thing was, um, so I guess, the lawyer that my that was helping my dad um, was supposed to report to the court that he's not working with my dad, so that that you know that that they came to an agreement to like yeah. not work with each other or something. But I think his office forgot to do it, so the the judge thought that he was supposed to be represented that day. Um, and I guess when that happens, when a lawyer forgets to do that, they have to come back to court and they're basically not in trouble, but like kind of in trouble with the judge and they have to explain like why they didn't show yeah. up or whatever. Um, because they were like to my dad, Oh, why, where's your lawyer? He's like, what do you mean? Like the lawyer said I can go defend myself. And like, I don't like, he doesn't need to come, um, you know, that we don't need to work together. So they came to an agreement not to work together, but he was like, Oh, that's not what he rep- or he didn't at least report that to us and find mm-hmm. out later the, when the lawyer went back or, uh, the other lawyer on the other side called my my dad's lawyer that was helping him and was like where are you hey. and they were like oh yeah. I, I got i got fired from mr kwan but no uh, one fired him like yeah. so it's like 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 no, none of that happened like that's not the truth you know but he was just trying to save his butt and right. it was just all bad and like that just put <sighs> like me and like my family at just like a very I don't know. I don't even know the word to describe it. Um, yeah, it's just a hard time. Um, you're just very mm. numb to things and just trying to get through this. And thankfully, we found about out about the labor board, which is um, a uh, if anyone ever needs it and you're going through any employee law stuff, um, you don't have to use a lawyer. You can go through the labor board and it's free. It's going to be a long. Mm. It'll be it'll be a longer process, but it's free. And they'll investigate into the company and whatever, you know, whatever happened there. Um, and uh, thankfully for my dad, he had multiple people who went through the same mm. thing. So um, this is actually still in the process because of COVID, things got more delayed. But, oh, wow. but with that, um, she actually never showed up to the second hearing because she, obviously mm. she got the notice about the labor board stuff, you know. And um, so, yeah, like that happened. And we just had to like some my, my dad was like had to find a job within a month to make sure like he can take care of us and stuff. And uh, thankfully he's pretty well acquainted with um, the different, you know, it, the people in the industry. So um, mm-hmm. he, he now works for H Mart corporate. <laughs> um, hey. Oh really? <laughs> yes. Oh, yes. Wow. Yeah. So he works there. Um, and 
yeah and it was just crazy because you know he he you know asked for a certain amount um you know similar to what he was making um at the previous company yeah. but they blessed him with way more than what like he asked Let's for go. which usually never happens um right usually they if they you know if anything they'll try to lowball you or you know something but it was just yeah we were just very grateful um and we were able to move out here so now we're in diamond bar um mm. but yeah this was definitely like such a hard and just testing time and i really mm. like my faith got really shooken up because um for me like i really found my faith i think in 2013 when i moved to washington um that was the mm. reason that was actually another reason i moved to washington because right before that i really like yeah i really experienced like like the power of the Holy Spirit. And just, I was, I actually was really depressed. Um, you know, that other thing, the intense thing I was talking about earlier mm -hmm, in mm -hmm. my teens, I actually went through a really severe case of depression and like, mm. um, yeah, I actually for a couple years and it like literally was lifted off of me in one moment. And, um, oh. um, mm. you know, people say like, Oh, um, Jesus, you know, you, you go to, if you grew up in the church, um, you hear like Jesus died on the cross for you, like a million times, like, but for the one service, I remember it was a New Year's service. I don't know why. The pastor couldn't even speak English. He was like, he's a Korean pastor who's like saying it with his broken English. It hit home for me. And I just like, yeah. I just, yeah. yeah, I, yeah, it was, can never come, or that depression just went away. Um, and especially because I have have had seen that in my extended family members and stuff. It was just, yeah. Um, yeah. Anyway. Um, but all this to say, um, I think with that, like going into everything that happened with my dad, it was just a struggle. I think I became super jaded. Like this was the first time I had, even, even before when crap would happen, I feel like, oh, I can like, this is fine. Like, this is going to be okay. Yeah. Like, you know, mm -hmm. like God's got it, like whatever. But I guess like when it was like, it was just so testing when it happened with my, like, you know, some hard stuff happened with family. And, um, I remember, um, I was just like, in my and I think that's when I kind of stopped hanging out with like a lot of people also like I just like I just became paralyzed in my own thoughts and you know things I want to do um that I couldn't really function properly I feel like mm -hmm, um mm -hmm. and um yeah so basically I don't even know I like lost my train of thoughts um basically with that um, happening to my dad. Um, I just really, I think I really had to reflect on like the meaning of family and like mm. how I would want to live out the rest of my life with my parents. Like honestly through that experience, like my dad's like wrinkles and like he aged so mm. quickly, like off that one experience, mm. like, and it, I would just cry. Like, see, like, I mean, it's natural to wrinkle and get old and whatever, yeah. but like, yeah. like I just cried, like seeing my dad, like, like, trying to be happy but i know he's yeah. suffering inside and like i remember sitting Shit. with my mom um i remember sitting with my mom and she was telling me you know like you're just she was like tell me you're just like your dad and i was like in what way and she was like oh like like the creative stuff things you like to do and i'm like oh does is dad like that and she's like yeah like you know before he had kids and mm. stuff like that was his life like he really enjoyed this and enjoyed that and um mm. But, you know, and like, it just really made me think like just how much he gave up for us, you know, and to have a life here. And I think about it a lot, like, you know, our parents, 
what did they what, like they literally had did not have to come to the u.s at all but yeah. they did for their own reasons and um yeah. you know they're giving us the life we have and um you know and earlier i was talking about um all the things i want to take to my grave because like you know with korean parents asian parents like you, there's just certain things you don't talk about it's a little taboo to like go really mm-hmm. deep and talk mm-hmm. about you know be vulnerable with one another um mm-hmm. but um i remember like sharing with like some of my people at my church and i was just thinking like man like it's so easy for me to like talk to you and you and you and you about like my story and like things that have happened to me and you know why i am the way i am and um, what god did in my life um just all the good moments, all the painful moments, all of that, right? It's so easy, at least for me, it was, because for me, I, you know, our story is not our own, right? Like our, like my testimony is not my own. And, you know, there's like, there's a reason you have that. And there's a reason that, um, you know, God has given you your own story is to really share, you know, hopefully your story really is able to like, you know, help someone else that has gone through something similar or whatever, right? And Mm -hmm. I thought about it and I was like, man, but why can't I have that with my parents? Why can't I have that with my brothers? You know, um, that I just thought of myself as a mom one day and thinking that like my kids go, go through the crap that I, you know, I briefly touched upon and, um, the deaths of all of that and all the details to that, like for them to think that they can't come to me about that when I'm their mom, mm. like that really breaks my heart. Like that, mm. that really pains me. Like, um, yeah. And like, so I just, it just kind of was like a aha moment, like a light bulb. And I was like, okay, well, I'm going to talk to my parents and talk to my brothers um, about these things. And hopefully, you know, we can change the culture within our own family. And, you yeah. know, that, that can le- lead out onto um, our future generations, hopefully. Right. And yeah. so I remember like briefly going to my brothers and being like, hey guys, like you guys want to like share about like, you know, like, like, you're like, like, you know, like. What, what hard stuff are you guys going through you know yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and I remember in the beginning they're like no that's weird like like that's awkward like I don't want to do that and you know that was fine I was like okay like maybe they just need some time but after all of this happened <laughs> after all of this happened with my family um yeah I first was able to share with my mom about everything and then take it to my dad and mm. you know they obviously their reactions like how come you didn't tell me these things? Like, blah, 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 blah. Like, you know, like, just, like, embracing and just, like, trying to be mm. strong for me. But I know they're heartbroken hearing, like, the details of stuff that's happened um, at a young age. And, um, yeah, and, like, and I just explained to them that, like, you know, I want this not to be a one-time thing where I'm just barfing at you guys and, throw it, like, telling you guys everything. But I hope that, you know as as life moves on there's going to be good moments and there's going to be such hard moments and i hope we can just like talk about it you know it's like why why mm. why is it so weird to talk about when you literally talk about it with your small group you talk about it with your friends you talk you know what i mean um yeah um so um and with that one day me and my brothers sat down at the dinner table and we just all like cried and talked about different things and you know just oh. shared life you know shared life and it's just it was such a healing moment for me um it was just I was just so thankful that we were able to share those things. Um, Cause yeah, it's family, you know, they're your blood. Like literally yeah, like, dude, like yeah, you know, we have so many friends we talk about our life with, but you know, our family. Um, yeah. They, they love and care for each and every one of us, like more than, more than anyone else, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. I know it's easier said than done, but um, 
yeah, there definitely was a prompting in my heart. And I'm just so happy that, um, that, you know, we've been through that. And ever since then, like, it's a regular thing now. Like, I mean, not all the time, but if we're, if we're at the dinner table and like after dinner, maybe we're eating quiet and like, like my brother's having a beer or something, you know, things will come up and we just naturally talk about it before it was just Mm. like, okay, we're done. Okay, let's go. Like, you know, Mm. like go to your own rooms, Mm. you know? So, um, I'm very thankful and I'm thankful that I like, like was able to have these conversations, um, before I get married also. Um, yeah, Mm. yeah, I, I, yeah. So, yeah, Mm. I mean, I think the toughest moment was definitely recently was what happened with my dad. Um, but definitely it's turned into its own blessing and, um, very thankful for the experience and, you know, yeah, God is good. Mm. Um, family's good um you know just gotta just gotta love love you know and just see not see not just your friends as the way um you know god sees us but like even our family that's you know they're also children and they're also people who have their own um passions and things they like to do before they were our parents or our brothers you know and um, it's more than it's more than what we just see at home you know they have their lives so it's just it's just good to share you know share that with my family and yeah i'm very thankful that's Mm -hmm. unbelievable (laughs) sylvia that was unbelievable amounts of wisdom coming out um (laughs) dude thank you for sharing because i think like there's so much to unpack in that, but even just going through, like, I can't even imagine what you guys are, you guys are kind of still going through the legal process, but even for myself, like even getting into like a little fender bender and like doing an insurance claim, like even that is so stressful, right? Like, I just want to get it off. It's so, it's like a cloud over your head, but I mean, I'm sure that's 10 X, like what you guys and your whole family's thinking. Um, but then taking that, well, like, what I'm really encouraged about is like, how you know you see that like down situation and then you you're like okay like where how can i move because you're that type of person right like you don't get caught up in your emotions like all right what's the next step we need to do all right what what are the plans but like in some ways you kind of have to take a step back and like maybe grieve or like you know be you know be able to process it correctly Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and then from there it's like okay like what did i learn and then Mm -hmm. you're putting it into action within your families i think it's funny because I, I actually just talked with uh, a few friends a couple of weeks ago about that, like how much sacrifice the parents have made. And like, we don't even, some of us don't even know like what their true passions are. Like, yeah. you know, when you're growing up, like, what do you want to be when you grow up? Right. And like, mm-hmm. they never imagined like for my dad right. like to go to American paint houses, like, bro, what, <laughs> you mm-hmm. know, stuff right. like that. It's like, um, and being able to even have that. And like, you talk about it, like, for example, a couple of weeks ago, I talk about, I talk about it with my friends. But how much harder is it to like go to your family mm-hmm. and go to your parents and be like, okay, like I want to talk about this or like mm-hmm. I want to share this. Unbelievably difficult, right? And so sometimes it feels like such a thick wall that can't be broken down. But I think ultimately like that's what we all desire within the family. Mm-hmm. And it's been so good for you guys too, right? So um like, yeah, an encouragement for anyone that's listening, um, even for me, like listening to your story and like that portion of it, it's it's always challenging because I think we talk about family all the time here in the living room and naturally so because it's such a big part of our whole life. So um, very challenged. And like, yeah, just for all the listeners, like it's so difficult. So I guess the qu- follow up question is like for you, I know it's kind of like a bang, bang, like 
all right, like I want to do this, like, okay, I'm going to do it. But were there any like tangible, practical things that you did to, to set that up? Or did you literally go into your brother's room and was like, okay, yeah, let's, let's, let's just talk about, <laughs> let's talk about these things. And then, okay, no, okay, bye. <laughs> like, story time, like, story time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, cause I, I feel like you have that draw within your family, but like, I, I don't know, for, for maybe other people that are, don't have that, like, I guess, clout within the family or whatever, you know, it just like, mm. How, what are some practical ways that people can bring that up or have that conversation? Hmm. Honestly, for, even for me, like, it wasn't, like, it definitely wasn't easy. Um, first of all, it wasn't easy. Um, it took a lot because, like, even, for, like, my parents' responses in the beginning, too. Like, you know, you, every parent might respond differently. Um, my My parents as much as they were like, why didn't you tell me? Like, a, there were moments where they were like, I don't want to talk about it. Like, like, oh, like, he's hanging yeah. like, you know, like, um, yeah. like, no, like, you know, you're young. Like, why do you need to know, like, these things about our life? And like, you know, whatever. And, and I would just, yeah. I kind of, I mean, yeah, like you said, every family's different. And like, for me, I have like this playful relationship with my dad where I was like, dad, like, if something happened to me, like, you don't want to know, like, like, you know, and I was, I was like, Chincha, yeah. which Paul, like, you really don't want to know. Mm-hmm. And like, um, mm-hmm. yeah, I had to kind of like keep picking at him until he was like, well, of course I do want to, but I don't want to know if it's going to make me mad, you know, like, um, like, yeah. I don't, I don't want to be hurt, like, and stuff like that. So yeah. I remember like, there were moments where I like planned to tell them or, you know, like, but I couldn't, it couldn't, like, I couldn't spit it out of my mouth. Like, um, I think some practical tips for me, honestly, I don't know if I, like, I think I'm a practical person, but I, I honestly don't know if I have any practical tips. Um, but what I will say, yeah, Mm. what I will say is, um, um, yeah, I mean, breathe first of all, and just like, Mm. (laughs) just, just, uh, take a deep breath and, uh, but just know, I think it's just important to know that, um, I mean, I hope that like your parents and your brothers or sisters, whatever family, you know that they have your best interest and um, really tr- even though, you know, in your own brokenness, because for me too, like, trust me, me, me and my dad went through some like, like mm. just, I mean, like my dad is like such a goofy dad, but he also, you don't want to get him angry. Like you don't want to get him yeah. angry. If you get, he's a different person. And I don't know about you guys, but I'm sure like a lot of Korean kids got spanked growing up. And like, honestly, yeah. like if my dad goes off, like, Oh, like, and I remember, crazy. like, I w- yeah, crazy, right? Crazy. Like, I <laughs> honestly, even up to an older age, like, like, I think my dad's gotten a lot better now, but even up to like an older age, it was kind of like that. And yeah. um, where it was like, oh my God, like, what, where did that come from? Like, you know, that stuff. And hmm. um, I remember, like, one time I had like a bruised leg because of some stuff, right? And hmm. like, I was sleeping, um, and my dad came into my room, and I, I would, he thought I was sleeping, but I was actually just like laying there. Hmm. And like, hmm. I, I remember, like, he like came in, like, touched my like knee and like was just like just there like like and I can oh I'm gonna tear up I could sense like his um hmm. just pain and just me and him like you know and like I, I I honestly was never mad about my dad about those things because for me it just made me think like dude like how stressed and like hmm. like how much sacrifice have you made in your life and like how stressed hmm. are you for you to be this way to us like you know I I, I like I can't be mad like about this because like, I mean, yes, not that I agree with some of, you know, the actions you take, but at the end of the day, like, I know your heart, you know, and, um, 
therefore like I'm not mad about this but these are things we can definitely improve on and talk about and honestly like my dad and I have talked about that recently too like um Mm. um and he knows I mean he's stubborn and he'll you know if I go okay hug me like Anna let's hug he goes no you come and I'm like no I came to you so you should come (laughs) hug me like you know we're we're like that but um but for sure it's not easy but I think it is like your choice um it's your choice and as much like as much courage or like whatever it's going to take you to do like it's just like two things it's your choice at the end of the day it really is your choice um but if you do like wish for some type of breakthrough in that like um just know if you do do it um your you know your parents and your family have your best interests at the end of the day and you know they're not there to hurt you or put you down like you know Mm. um if you're really honest with them and come with them with your heart like I promise you like 95% of the time I know I know some certain dynamics are really different so I I can't speak for everyone but you know it's worth a shot (laughs) like worst thing that happens is you get shut down and like whatever like you live your life but like like hey like shoot your shot and if that really helps your family to grow together and you know I realize like we don't have that much time left on this earth like you really Mm -hmm. don't know like Mm -hmm. when someone's gonna pass away or like Mm -hmm. even the most healthiest of parents like you know we're at the age where all of our friends are getting married um whatever and I'm seeing like man this is crazy but like my dad and their friends they're all at the age where their friends are getting sick or passing away Mm. they're going to more funerals than weddings you know and it just makes me think man like like and like especially working with seniors right I um, people who live at my apartment complex the only reason they leave is because they pass away most of the time and um just being in that and seeing that life is so short uh um and so like someone that's super healthy like literally I was talking to her like 10 seconds ago and like she passed away in her unit like 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 just like that and like it was because of like a stroke or like or it could just be natural like I don't know you know like yeah. Like just seeing that with a mixture of like my dad's wrinkles, my mom's wrinkles, like just seeing that they're not getting younger. Um, hmm. Yeah, it just really made me want to make sure this is all like, like done before while we're here, while we're here and while yeah. we can, you know, and yes. um, don't regret it after, um, yes. you know, something happens, um, you know love your parents and your siblings while you can and it's not I'm not perfect we're not perfect like I for sure I'm so flawed in the way like in my in my day-to-day with like how I treat my parents and my brothers sometimes but you know that's what I mean that's also like the the the, what family is kind of all about right so yeah yeah yeah, I think it's just important to just yeah it's your choice and if you do you know hopefully um something good comes out Mm. of it and you just yeah. you know what what what's there to lose what's there to lose <laughs> right your family's yeah. gonna be there <laughs> exactly yeah. yeah what's there to lose and yeah and if if that brings breakthrough in your family then dude so amazing so amazing yeah. yeah yeah you miss 100 percent of the shots you don't take yes yes take your shots shoot your shots chun <laughs> <laughs> shoot your shots in every sense of of that phrase um your family that girl whoever it might be man you too shim you too shim whoa no (laughs) but uh on a serious note too i think you know as you're sharing it's like i can for sure make a lot of parallels to my family and um yeah i i think um yeah sons really aren't the the most useful because i i know for sure my sister has had kind of those 
conversations with my parents as mm. well too mm. um but for some reason it's it's weird for me so I, I as you were talking as you were sharing it's like ah oh, just a little little stabs in the heart you know just a little, <laughs> hey, sing 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 um <laughs> And, you know, since Chun already had, you know, like a, a, an encouragement um, before I ask you, you know, like, what would you say to your younger self? I want to just say that. Um, Come on. Yeah, I think when you were talking about having to be an advocate for your dad, you know, in court and everything, too, um, it's like. That's really difficult because in a sense, that's what we grow up seeing our parents do, you know, um, so to kind of have that role reversal it's um i think it sucks for sure and like to have to go through that but um i think as you shared it gives you an insight of on like hey but like how helpless must my dad feel or how helpless must my family member feel and um to have that no matter what the result will be of you know the core or whatever situation it might be i think it gives us better understanding and more empathy um, so I think I was really encouraged by that. And um, yeah, I, I think just hearing about all of that and, and of course, like Chun said, you're just dropping nuggets of wisdom here and there, you know, just raw, raw insight and just thoughts. Um, I was really encouraged too. And I think it makes total sense um, to have to go through all those things um, growing up. I like, I think when uh, Chun and I, like, you know, we're uh, seeing you at FPC and stuff, like, I wouldn't have known. So, like, for you to have had to go through that and then even more recently kind of have this kind of healing and um, relational, like, restoration and everything, I think it's it's really an encouragement for me. And it's, like, I have no reason to, to kind of just, like, hey, like, I'll do it down the line, you know, because everything you said is true. So um, I'm really glad, you know, you came on and just shared. Um, but I guess to wrap it all up, Sylvia, let's go back to, to little Sylvia, uh, maybe coming, coming to California, you know, um, coming to California a couple days before 9-11 happened, all everything crazy happened. Mm. What would you say to your younger self, knowing everything that you know now? Hmm. Honestly, yeah, I think I think I would just say, like, don't be afraid. Um, like, nothing to, like, again, like Chun was saying, like, you miss 100% of the shots you don't take. Like, um, mm-hmm. I I really, really think, like, elementary, junior high, high school, whatever. Like, you know, I'm sure so many people have different things that they think about wanting to do or uh, accomplish in life or whatever. But you sometimes just are afraid like that you're going to fail or maybe this isn't Mm -hmm. the right path and you you really want to hear something super clear like for you to do it um or I don't know if for other people it could be like you care that maybe someone's going to be like oh why are you doing that or you know whatever but if you if there's something you want to do just do it (laughs) just do Mm -hmm. it honestly like um whether it's in your relationships whether it's you know work related um just passion, passion project, whatever it is, just do it. Um, yeah, you know. I'm gonna shoot my shot. I'm gonna shoot my shot, Sylvia. <laughs> we're, we're all about Nike here. Checks over stripes. Just do it. Just do it. Shoot your shot, Nike fan, that's, baby. That's what I need to hear, Sylvia. Um, yeah. that's, that's all. It, that's all it is, man. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> Chun's, Chun's hold for our listeners. Chun's holding up a mini Nike gift card box. Um, oh, that's a Nike so, gift you know, card box. Yeah. Um, so cute. This is Shoe like box. the 
this this is the goofy um chun and shim that sylvia remembers for sure but oh, yeah. um you know um chun and i we we had you know words of encouragement but i already said to wrap it up but hey sylvia any words any last words for for us or for our listeners anything you want to say before we uh wrap up this episode um okay <laughs> um um <laughs> any any words what chun stop dancing <laughs> um um you know i would just say Hmm. Yeah. Wherever, <laughs> wherever you're planted, um, you know, there's definitely going to be like the mundane and just, mm. yeah, like especially like young adults like us, or I don't know if we're young adults anymore because we're like past the 25, right? Oh, we're <laughs> still relatively <laughs> young, Sylvia. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah, we're still young. We're still super young. Yeah. Yes. So, um, you know, I mean, even for me, like it's like. There's so much mundaneness in this life where, again, this is why I said, like, sometimes I wish I could just go back to high school and, like, start over. Come on. Whatever. Yeah, like, come on. Like, just mm-hmm. simpler times, but... Mocha um, salsa, baby. <laughs> <laughs> but um, for sure that, you know, I mean, I don't know if anybody deals with depression or, like, um, I mean, I'm sure mm. people do, and um, mm. or just, just being down due to certain things, um, you know. I really hope and pray that, like, you know that there's, you know, I, I, it's really paralyzing when you're in that, um, but Hmm. there definitely is a light at the end of the tunnel, and um, just to continue to um, just steward well what's in front of you, but at the same time, don't forget that you can dream, and um, you can put action into that, and um, yeah, and yeah, just... Don't take life so seriously. <laughs> Don't take life so seriously. Mm. Enjoy, enjoy it, and mm. um, love the people around you um, the best you can. And you know, mend relationships when rocky. And um, yeah. you know, yeah, just yeah, yeah. I don't I know, that. but yeah, Chen and Shim, yeah, you guys. Honestly, like seeing you guys from literally a decade ago till now, like always, just talking to you guys <laughs> and crazy. seeing you guys. Is, always mm. refreshing and always so much like as much as we like fool around and like literally i like bully chun all the time and like like i don't think facts. i bully him much yeah, <laughs> never, you're yeah. really nice to me <laughs> yeah <laughs> but um but regardless it's just always just so refreshing to talk to you guys and um yeah just continue to do what you're doing um you know you guys are honestly i know you guys bring a lot of joy into people's lives through even through this podcast so um even if it hits one two three people like dude you're doing mm. something so um 100%. yeah thanks let's for, go. Thanks let's for go. this thanks for this love that yeah love that man uh, i'm for sure gonna have a blast uh listening to all of our conversation again just to soak in everything but hey thank you again sylvia for stopping by the living room it was great catching up with you great to see the cowgirl herself come back from her bachelorette oh, party and uh getting ready for shout out to tim hooney um, oh shouts out the guest list goes to 53 54 Who knows? Come on now. it's all good come on now. but that that's our episode of the living room this week uh please give us a like rate review share subscribe leave a comment all that good stuff but until then we'll see you guys next week cue the music cue the music hey tim tim if you're listening to this portion let's hang out man let's hang out
Bye. Bye. Good. You good to go, or you you have a, you have an idea of how to bring us in? I, I have a I have a skeleton. Oh, I, I, all right. Let me flow. Let me flow with you then. Let me flow. Okay, with you. we'll flow. River flows in you. I love that. <laughs> I love that. Don't love you know flow. how to play that, Chun? You know how to play that. Oh, dude, I forgot. I forgot how to. Oh. What? That's well, all I'll get you it back. I'll get it back. I know. I'll get it back. I'll get it back. <laughs> That's all you. Uh, <laughs>